0: Good evening, everybody. We're a little low on certain people tonight, so we had to do a quick who's doing what. Uh, Tonight we'll have one song, uh, then Brian has announcements, two more songs, and Nathan has our devotional this evening. Our first song is going to be number 888. Thank you, Lord. If you will let stand for this song, please. 888.
1: Good evening. Uh, the announcements will be short and sweet because uh, Marvin's not here so all I've got was in the bulletin and there's not a lot of information in the bulletin as they have some letters from Peru in there. So uh, Life Group 4 will be meeting after services Sunday morning, correct Gary? Yes. Is that correct? Life Group 4 meeting after services? Oh well you are. Oh four is you. Oh, but I thought you said it was Gary's group. Okay. My fault. Life group four, meaning Sunday morning after services. Um, on the prayer list. Uh, Life group three, meaning Sunday morning after services for lunch. Do I hear two? Uh, on the prayer list, add David Houck to, to your prayers. Uh, David was admitted to the hospital. Um having trouble with some blood clots. I uh, remember Jim Martin, Carolyn O'Lynn, John Brenda Klein, Merrick Galloway, Terry Baker's mom, Kevin Dixon, Corey Maynard, Robin Siegler, uh, David Mitchell family, Judy Jordan, Trey Davis, Charlie Boso, Roger Pryor, and others that are mentioned in our bulletin. Is there any other announcements to be made? Yes. This devo this night after on Youth Devo this coming Sunday night. Uh, I believe so, yes. At the Greg Sullivan's house. Any other announcements? If not, let's open with a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, we're thankful for this day, Father, and we're thankful for this opportunity we have to to come here this evening, Father. Father, we pray that you would be with us during this service, Father. We hope it's a blessing to you. Father, we're thankful for everything you do for us. We pray that you would be with us the rest of this week. Help us to be the examples we need to be in our community. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our
0: next song this evening is number 874. 874. Jesus is Lord. Jesus.
2: Jesus is
0: last song before the lesson this evening it's number 684 684 this world is not my home be number 272 272 I have decided to follow Jesus Nathan.
3: good evening everybody good evening. everybody must have heard that I was going to talk so they stayed home <laughs> Cr- crowd looks a little little. That's all right. You guys are just extra special. Get to hear this tonight. Has anybody ever felt like they've got so much to do and not enough time? Yeah, yeah. Like this, the past, basically since Mother's Day, I've felt like time has been flying, but I've had 40 hours worth of stuff to do in a 24-hour day. And I think every one of us can can appreciate times in our lives where, we feel like we've just been so busy, time's flying, we don't have enough time in the day, stuff like that. You know, since Mother's Day, I've been, uh, I've been to Salt Lake City for a week. I went to Peru for 12 days. I went to uh, Thailand for a month. Uh, I got back from Thailand. I had to go to Canton for a week for work inspection. I've been stuck doing work inspections. And it's just like one thing after another. School just started today. I've been you know, the boys have football practice going, like, there's all this stuff to do, and it feels like there's not enough time to do the stuff. So on Monday evening, when, when Chris sent me the friendly reminder, that, hey, you've got the Devo on Wednesday, I thought, great, let's just add it to the list. One more thing to do. What am I going to talk about? So it got me thinking, and actually the idea of time, this, this concept of time, which is an interesting idea, just kind of sparked my interest. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight, the idea of, of time and what it means for us, and hopefully I will, uh, speaking of time, make sure I keep it short and sweet and concise, and not take up too much of your time. Uh, time's a funny thing to define. Have you ever tried to sit down and talk, define what time is? Well, someone a lot smarter than me did, so let me read you what, they, what the definition of time is, and bear with me. Time is an indefinite, continued progress of existence and events that occur in apparently irreversible succession from past through the present to the future. Time is a component quality of various measurements used to sequence events, compare the duration of events or intervals between them, and to quantify rates of change of quantities in material reality or in conscious experience. You know, a lot of a lot of technical jargon, but basically the idea we understand what time means. It's a it, it goes one way, we can't go backwards not yet, and you know, we use it to measure stuff. And me- the, the different ways we can measure time, we use time to measure stuff is fascinating. For, ex- for example, have you guys heard the term, I'll be back in a jiffy? You know jiffy is an actual unit of time? And if somebody knows that, I'll be, fan- I'll be, I'll be amazed. Like, that was, that was one to me. You know, I'm you know, an engineer, so jiffy was kind of interesting. It's the duration of one alternating power cycle. So, you know, 60 hertz is what you have in your, that's the time it takes to switch it over. One 60th, of a, 1 60th of a second is what a jiffy is. So if you ever supposed to be back in a jiffy, you, got, you don't have much time to get back. Obviously, we know what a day is, 24 hours. How about a megasecond? Does anybody understand, you know what a megasecond is? It's a million seconds. About 11, 11.6 days. A fortnight. Some of the older in the crowd might know what a fortnight is. About 14 days or so. How about a Gregorian year? That's just what we call. That's just a year. The, Greg, the Gregorian calendar three hundred and sixty-five point two four five days. That's why you have to have a leap year because it's not a full day. What about a, how about an Olympiad? Four, four years. Yeah, that's the Olympics happen every four years. Olympiad is considered four years. How about a gigasecond? No, nah, that was a megaseconds. A million. A billion seconds. Thirty-one point seven years. Uh, a jubilee. The Queen, the Queen had one a couple of, uh, last year, two, two years ago, whatever it was, 50 years. A ju- a jubilee. A century, we know that is 100 years. Um, a galactic year. The duration, of, uh, the duration of the sun takes to orbit the Milky Way galaxy, 230 mi- million years approximately. Whatever. Um, fun fact, if you're a fan of Star Wars, Han Solo famously claimed that he was able to take the Millennium Falcon... And make the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. Well, tw- parsecs aren't a measurement of time; it's actually a measurement of distance. A parsec is 19 trillion miles. So Han Solo was full of it because <laughs> he he didn't he didn't give a time. But you have all these interesting uh, ways we measure time, and for each one of us, we look at time differently. Some of us. Some of the younger, like the kids, they don't really have a, t- kids don't have a good t- concept of what time it is. You can tell them you're going to be in the car for four hours. That might as well be 27 days. Like they, are going to die. It's so boring. You know, sometimes you know some of the some of the older in the crowd. You know, you've, you've experienced a lot of time and you, you can appreciate it more the longer you're around it. And you know, you can ask any parent who's looking back on their kids' first day of school and the previous years, and you think, where is the time gone? Because, you know, my, my kids, you know, Sam's giving me a thumbs up. He's nine and a half, and it feels like yesterday he was born. So it's just in, a, in, a, in an instant, it feels like 10 years almost has gone by. You know, so, so time is, is very, you know, it doesn't stop for nobody. And it's very, um, you know, it, it's very important to us because it's something we don't get back. You know, we, everybody's been somewhere like, oh, I'm not going to get that time back. That was a waste of time, you know. Because time is a, is a you only get a finite amount of time, and then once it, that once you you spent that time, you get no more. Uh, you don't get it back. But we, when you when you think of it of time as a Christian, you know time's got a little bit of a different meaning for us. Turn with me to James James chapter four. James in, in chapter four, we're going to be starting in verse thirteen. Uh, he he talks about the idea of time and how people incorrectly think about their time they've got. James chapter 4 starting in verse 13 it says now listen you who say t- today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city and spend a year there carry on business and make money. Why? Why do you not even know what will happen tomorrow? What is your life? You are but a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. James reminds us that we can make all these grand plans and, and plan out for the future and what we're going to do, and, and we, it's, it's all fine and dandy, but we ought to be thinking about the, the fact that our lives are not, in the grand scheme of things, very long, you know, and that we uh, need to live a sur- such a life to understand that it's, it's like a vapor in the mist. It's here today and gone tomorrow. We, we need to be preparing, we need to make sure that we are focused on the right things in our life, that we are preparing for the right things. I'm not up here telling you that planning for the future is a bad idea, you know, especially like, like Luke's preparing to move on to college and others, you know, doing things like preparing for the future is good. You hear me? It's, it's good. But we have to understand the priorities, like our first priority is understanding spiritually what our life uh, could mean down the road, because we don't get that much time. I think uh, the Apostle Peter uh, helps wrap this idea around in a little better um, manner. If you turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 3, he he expounds on this idea of time and, and making sure we don't waste it. 2 Peter chapter 3, I'm going to start in verse 8. He says, Do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord... A day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar, and the elements will be destroyed by fire. And the earth and everything done in it will be laid bare. The Apostle Peter is reminding us that you know, we have something beyond this life to look forward to. And that we need to make sure we're preparing for that, for that eventuality. It doesn't matter if your life ends in five minutes, if in 50 years. If you've got 100 years left on this earth, everybody will meet the same end. You will stand before judgment and you will stand before God. You know God's God only God knows when things are going to end, but he tells us that it is going to end and that we must be prepared. He's not you know it's been 2000 years since the return since since Christ left. There's been many of people in Christ's day or certainly after his death that thought he was coming back any second. And they lived their whole life and died and people will look and say, "Hey, that's 2000 years ago. He's not coming back or he's he lied or he's 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 not keeping his promise." Well, see, Peter tells us that's not the case, because God doesn't work in the in the realm of time like we understand it. You know, for God, a, th- a day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. He's not bound by what we think of as time. So He's going to keep His promise when His when He, you know, on His terms, not when we think it is time to, for it to happen, but on His terms. And He tells us when He when He finally comes, when Jesus returns, it's going to be like a thief coming in the night, and with a with a loud roar, everything's going to be destroyed, and that's important. It's important for everybody to realize that, whether you, you know, there will be a day come that this world will be destroyed, and it'll be over in a flash, and there will be no cha- there will be no time to make it right when that happens. But he goes on. He goes on, and it's the thing I want to leave you with is what he tells these readers uh, about what they ought to do. And continuing on, verse 11, since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? And that's what I want you to think about tonight. That's the point of what I want to do. It's because, of, because we know that this the time is finite and that one day we're going to, to have to stand before judgment, whether in 50 years or five minutes or whatever it may be, you know, we, will, we will face that. What, what kind of people should we be? He goes on, you ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed his coming. That day will bring about destruction of heavens by fire and the elements will be melted in the heat. But in keeping with his promises, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwell. Tonight I want to leave you with, with a thought. Are you prepared for when your time ends? If, you, know, if, if you, be, have you become a Christian, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior... Have you followed the steps that the Bible lays out for what it takes to, to receive forgiveness of your sins, to be washed, you know, white as snow? You know, if, if you've not had that opportunity, or if, you, if you've if you never taken that opportunity to accept Jesus Christ, you know, I, I urge you, there's no time better than now. We're, we're not guaranteed tomorrow, we're not guaranteed, you know, that we're, you're not guaranteed you're, you make it to your house tonight. So if... You know, if you've never never accepted that opportunity, then I urge you to do it tonight. Or maybe you're you're here tonight and you've been struggling, or and you're and you're too busy focused on all the busyness of the world, uh, and you just need prayers for whatever reason, whatever your need might be. We urge you to come forward tonight as we stand and as we sing.
4: Pray with me, please. Your kind and gracious Heavenly Father, we approach you, giving you thanks for this wonderful day, giving you thanks for all the blessings that you've given us, our life and our health, our wealth. Father, our families and loved ones and friends, and Father, this wonderful body of Christians here that we can meet with and study with and enjoy each other's company. Father, we thank you that you gave us the best gift that was ever given, and that's the gift of your son, that we might become children of yours. Help us, Father, to attain that goal as we live our life. Help us to govern ourselves by your rules and live daily by them and father that we would help each other and draw many to you as we go to our class father help us to open our minds to your word and our hearts to your thoughts and your desires in jesus name we pray amen